Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Tesco, where you won't pay more for the products that matter most to you. Tesco, every little helps. Right, Jeanette and Katie have joined Anne-Marie and myself in the studio and you're very uh, welcome. Well, we heard from Dr. Mally Coyne in the first hour of the show and she was talking about how to deal with pornography, uh, particularly among children and young teenagers. At what point should you talk to them about it? She was even suggesting that perhaps in a controlled way, maybe pornography should be um, uh, introduced to them because they're going to be exposed to it anyway with all of the the social media that we have available to us now. And she also made the point that uh, people are reluctant to use the anatomically correct terms and get kids to use them for things like penis and vagina. What do you make of that, Amory? I understand that reluctance because you can talk about lollipops and your six-year-old, in my case, will go in and talk about lollipops the next day in the schoolyard. Um, you know, they, they repeat word for word at that age and younger. So I was shrinking in my chair outside uncomfortably when she said that. Um because they, there's no concept or awareness of the words that you're talking about. So it becomes everyday language to the child. And I think that's the point she was making. It should be and why shouldn't it be? It's the way it is. But that isn't the way it is in a rural schoolyard in County Limerick. It isn't. I mean, her argument was that we encourage kids to use the word knee to describe your knee. So yeah. why wouldn't we encourage kids to use the words penis to describe someone's yeah. penis yeah. rather than the words we do use, which aren't correct at all? Yeah, but can you imagine right now in a school in County Limerick, a child going in and using one of those words to describe, I have a pain in my penis or whatever. The reaction of the other kids, especially if they're six or seven or eight, the reaction of the teacher. Can you imagine the reaction in the classroom? Mm. So you're going to subject the child to that. Ra- rather than u- using one of the incorrect terms, that actually there would be less of a reaction if the word willy was used. Yeah, or if my private part is what, you know, my youngsters would say, you know, if there's some issue. my pr- Because there is a discussion about what is your, pr- you know, you, le- you teach the, the child that pulling up your skirt and walking around and saying, look, I'm wearing my Tuesday knickers today because it says Tuesday on it and I've got a rainbow on it is not the right thing to do. You know, you explain that that's not, yes. for, and you explain it's the private part. So they refer to it as the private part then. That's my experience of it anyway, of dealing with young girls. Um, so can you because, imagine... Because Dr. Coyne was adamant. You know, she says this is how she I know, does it with her own see, kids. And she and says that actually those who don't do it that way are wrong, that they are creating uh, an uncomfortable scenario and an unhealthy environment around using the anatomically correct terms. And if I had no kids and I was sitting here, and she has kids, by the way, so I can't say that's the issue, but if I had no children and I was sitting here reading it textbook-wise to you, that's what it feels like to me, I'd be saying, absolutely, she's totally right. This is how we change how we view things in society, by doing it this way. But unfortunately, I'm telling you now, in rural... County schools in County Limerick, there would be a reaction if a child went in and said, I'm wearing my Tuesday knickers today to cover my vagina because my mother taught me all about vaginas last night. That, that just, it would just not work. Katie? Yeah, I think um, if I heard a child maybe using the anatomically correct words, it would actually make me slightly uncomfortable. 
Because I think you, I know we're so, she's probably dead right as Mally, but I think we're socialised to to think of them words when we're talking either sexually or medically. So I think if a little child was going around saying it, I know for a fact if I was saying it in school when I was younger, I'd have got in trouble, definitely. Something crass about it. Hmm. Something, it's, it's just a tiny bit vulgar. But, but a child of the same age can use ear for ear or nose for nose. I think this was Mally Coyne's point. And, you know, there's no problem with that. But she believes that it's actually very unhealthy to take the approach that we take in society towards it. Oh, no, she's right. Like, she's dead right. But she can't really undo years of people kind of hiding, you know. Like, I mean, when I was younger, we used the word teapot and teacup. And that's what we called them. So, <laughs> and to this day, I still call it. That, like that's still what I what I call them. It's just <laughs> I couldn't. I wouldn't really be able to get my head around it. She might be right. She probably is right. But you'd have to do a lot of years of kind of you know just associating kids saying these words. Fair enough. But I would have gotten in trouble in school anyway. Would you? I think. Yeah, I think from, so. Yeah. From the teacher? Yeah. yeah. What do you mean by trouble? I don't know. I just think I, you couldn't really be going around saying... I know you couldn't go around saying like the words. Like someone would say, don't be saying vagina. that. Yeah, there's something. <laughs> it's just, you don't really... Yeah, I think pet names will even. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just but, think... But teacup and teapot were fine. <laughs> yeah, well, you could get away with that. You could pass that off as something else, couldn't you, really? So, <laughs> got away with it there. What do you think, Jeanette? Um, just remembering back to, like, primary school... For us, it was an undercurrent of they were bad words. As in, yeah. we would greet each other to say it. Say it, go oh, on, really? go on. Do you yeah. know what the word is? No, you don't know what the word is. Go on, say it, say it. So then the person <laughs> say it never goes, ha, 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 you know the word. Yeah. yeah, so that was definitely it. But I don't know whether it could be maybe introduced when they're a bit older, like in sex education classes and everything like that, and then start referring. But yeah, when you're a kid, you say anything. You just yell it out. My niece told me on the phone this morning, I did a caca incredibly proudly. And they went, Papa did a caca too. It was very smelly. So, I mean, they could say anything when they meet people outside of home. But the thing is, you know, that wasn't uh, the most controversial thing by any means that Mally Coyne, the clinical psychologist, said to us this morning. She actually went so far as to say that, you know, you need to introduce the concept of pornography by way of explanation to, to kids younger and maybe even visually show them some of what you're talking about in a controlled way because they are inevitably going to be exposed to it at 10, 11 and into their early teens. But aren't there, sorry, aren't there studies that show that children that have been exposed to pornography, it does affect them quite negatively? I don't think all pornography is bad though. Like there's all different types of pornography, isn't there? There's just, you know, I don't think it's all harmful really, is it? And yeah, you just you just keep talking there. What type of pornography do you think is my ha- not head in my hands? Like if it was at, at the concept, is it or the whole thing? I just thought, ah, oh, this has to be dealt with <laughs> as a parent. Um, but my view is always, and it may be a bit naive, that when the child is ready, they ask the questions and then you answer. And you answer as honestly as you can, which has kind of worked so far for me with the older one anyway, not so much with the younger one because they're very different. But that's the thing. Every child is different. So I don't think one size fits all when you're talking about how you approach this. I really don't. So, you know, some of what she was saying, I thought, yeah, yeah, other parts I was going, nope. <laughs> I just, I don't know, I'm, I'm, at a, I'm at a bit of a loss as a parent as well as to when is the right time, what do you do, what, what's going to, depending on the child, impact them long term if you go too far with too much information, 
where is the balance? Where do you get, you know, that's my issue. Where, you know, I can tell them everything if they want, but they could go away scarred for life. Mm. Okay, all right. We're chatting uh, this morning to Anne-Marie, Katie and Jeanette. Call Limerick today now on 461995.